the Late Night Legends podcast is meant for an adult audience only. It may contain sexually oriented content. Content may not be suitable for sensitive listeners. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. Good night, or yeah, good evening. <laughs> good night. Good that night. was our show. That's it. <laughs> Late Night Legends Internet Podcast and Radio Show. Welcome. Coming to you live from. I've got nothing. I've got nothing location wise on this. It's my couch. Say, uh... It's my couch, which is uh, surrounded by dogs right now, so it could be a little creepy. Maybe within the interwebulous stratosphere. It's kind of, it's, it's a uh, kitty corner to the <laughs> stratosphere. Uh, and we have a fantastic interview for you tonight, which is very exciting. Her name is Courtney because we've been doing all of these interviews for our new host and we're very excited about that. Um, Teresa has a night off tonight. She does. She does. So we hope that she's doing very well over in Tressa land. <laughs> Tressa land. Is that a place? I want to yeah, go there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you drive your meat car there. Yeah, meat car and meat train are all connected there. <laughs> flesh car. It's a flesh car, flesh not car. a meat car. Flesh, flesh car. Meat, flesh, whatever. I'm never going to stop saying flesh car. No. It's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal. Oh, uh, Space Dracula's, which is Tressa, is saying she's confirming that yes, it is a place. Thanks, Tressa. We'll take the flesh car mm-hmm. there later. Told ya. Told ya. All right, and with me, as per usual, is Frank. Yo. And Kara. And what's going on, you guys? What do you have happening, Kara? I'm pretty sure there's some exciting stuff going on over there. Well, I wasn't planning on talking about it, but Frank told me to talk about it. I finally finished my tattoo on this arm. Yay! Oh, yay! Does it mean anything? Does it mean anything? Oh man, do you want me to really go through the last couple years of my life? I just, I just, I, I feel like that's the question that everybody gets asked. When it they does, and it's horrible. This one's probably the most meaningful, but now you got to explain all the stuff. Anywhere, there, anyway, there's a tie-in to my job, the plague of the last few years, the Blues Brothers, oh. and that's about it. That all goes together. Hey, that's awesome, though. Worked in some I Blues feel, Brothers. 
I feel huh? like the prison season might be opening up here soon. Oh, yeah. The prison season did open up this past weekend. So that's exciting. It was really fun to have guests back there and the tour is starting again. Um, paranormal tours will start again pretty soon, all private rentals, but that'll be super fun. And where can we find such information? Oh, you could go to JuliaPrison.org, I think. And even visit my page, my profile, and check it out which to find is, more which things is. out. You could go look up Kara Phillip and find me on Facebook and on the Instagram and on the TikTok, but more interestingly, Facebook. On the book. On the book. Frank, what's happening with you over there? Do you have anything? I got engaged this Saturday. Yay! Yay! If you if you if you're a friend of mine personally, you already knew that, and uh, most most people that are my close friends will be invited to the wedding. It'll be a nice little small wedding, gonna shoot for under a hundred people. And uh, thank you, Tressa. She sent a lot of those uh, confetti cannons or whatever that emoji is. <laughs> you know what? Celebration emoji. Yeah. For some reason, the idea of Tressa with a confetti cannon like makes me very happy. And just sort of fit. <laughs> it just does. <laughs> I think I mean honestly, Tressa makes me happy in general. Every time cool. that I talk to, to Tressa, I get like a big smile. I just like hearing just, from her. Now just imagine her with a cannon that shoots confetti. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know the thing about Tressa. Even funnier. The thing about Tress is like she's got such a great sense of fucking humor. Like it's weird too, because like you, when you meet somebody, you never know what their sense of humor is going to be like, or if they're going to have one. But like Tressa has such a specific sense of humor that just clicks so well with my brain. It's awesome. She just makes me laugh without even trying. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, what else? Do we, I feel like there's one more thing we're missing out on. We're still working on the website. Mm -hmm. uh, we got Panda doing some research. We're going to have a blog on Year of the Rabbit. Yes, Jenny? Yes. Yes, indeed. It's already in motion, and uh, it's going to be really great. Still working on it. And uh, also, I know that in another Twitch channel, Stormfrog is streaming. We want to welcome him back to streaming. He took a couple weeks off, so that's always great. And yeah, we. Uh, Tressa wants me to shut up. All right. Sounds great, <laughs> Tressa. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, and we've got Courtney tonight. Yeah, we got Courtney. It's going to be fun. You guys let me know when you want me to have her sign on, and I'll have her do so. Probably any minute. You guys, yeah. right? you guys want me yeah. to give her the green light? Yeah. All fun right. Up. All right. There we go. We'll see what happens. All righty. Also, everybody, so everybody knows I'm sick, and I've had, like, a runny nose all day and stuff, and I've been sneezing, so I got sick for... Uh, we got uh, Christine Johnson saying hi, Kara. <gasps> Christine, oh, she's from the prison. <laughs> hi, Christine. <laughs> hi, Christine. How do you know Christine, Kara? Well, from we the prison. Oh, she's a prisoner. So yes, um, she. So if anybody has seen any of my Phonogard uh, reels, that is her in Phonogard with me, and it's her husband who is the guard. He oh, does nice. guard. She sent you a yeah. bunch of hearts. That's awesome. She did. Aww. So, yeah. So it's her husband that we do the phonogard with. So I'll have a new phonogard this week. I don't know what a phonogard is, but it sounds pretty. Well, dangerous. watch my reels, Frank. 
I'll get I'll get right on that. It looked like it was spelled a gourd for a little while. It was. It is spelled wrong. Hi, Courtney. <laughs> Hi. It's good to have Hi, you. Hi, Courtney. Hi. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. You yeah, immediately okay. get points for having working equipment. Immediately. Good. Is good. Not, I think she's the only one. Uh, also, Christine Johnson is telling me to get with it. I will <laughs> attempt to watch Kara's content. <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> okay. Courtney, I don't remember which one of us interviewed you, but I, I know it was not me. Oh, it was you, Kara. It was me. Courtney, though, has talked to me Hi. quite a bit over text. A bit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. So, uh, Courtney, I'm Frank. Obviously, you've met Kara. And then this is our cryptid correspondent, Jenny. Hello. Hi. Wonderful. Who wants to get started? Who want the, oh, actually, before we get started, uh, Courtney, do you want to tell our listeners a bit about yourself? No pressure. Sure. Um... My name's Courtney. I'm from Chicago. I'm mid thirties. I'm about to have a birthday. I don't want to tell you exactly how old I'm going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I live uh, in the city right now with my husband and two kids, but we're going to move out to the suburbs soon. Mm. So, yay. Do you know what suburbs uh, so we can be judgy? Glenview. Oh, that's where I want to move. We're renting, not buying. So don't be too judgy. No, that's okay. 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 Cool. Everybody will be there. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that's about me. (laughs) Cool. You guys, you guys want to ask some questions or should I? Well, Um, you're all caffeinated. I don't know what's going on. You come out. Yeah, you start. You're all. Drink a bunch of coffee. All right. Frank started with, I'm not feeling real great tonight. You know, I don't know. And he's just. I'm supercharged for for the audience here. Yeah, we're just getting all hopped up. Let's see. Let's see what you got, Frank. All right. First question. Uh, why would you say that you're interested in the paranormal? Like what got you here? So I believe that growing up, my house was haunted. My mom does too. My dad doesn't. Mm. What does dad say? Um, what it's really funny. Cause my dad believes in aliens and stuff and like conspiracy theories, but he doesn't believe that our house was haunted. He just thinks like I was talking like baby talk and that like it was just weird coincidences and like energy, you know, like fluctuate, you know, like weird stuff happening. Sure. But my mom totally believes the house was haunted. Does he believe in ghosts ever? I don't I don't think he believes in ghosts. He believes like energy, like he believes he's an atheist and believes in science and that like matter continues, but he doesn't believe in ghosts per se. So, so you say that it, you believe it was haunted and there was some mention of baby talk. How is this correlating and mm. coming together? That's what so I was going to ask. They said when I was little, I would talk, like have conversations. And my mom said it was like I would wait for a return. So I would like talk and then pause and then respond. So it was like I was talking to somebody, like having a conversation, not just like da 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 da, like not just babbling. It's like having a conversation. So my dad thinks that it was just like me pretending to have a conversation, and my mom thinks I was talking to somebody. Do you remember anything about the conversations? We have a, a Lord Cronus who's a listener, and he's a host of our other podcast. He's saying hello, and then he's also saying babies can see demons. Do you think it was like something malevolent or no? Okay. Not at all. There you go, Lord My- Cronus. <laughs> nope. Cool. So, like, what is uh, what is your uh, dad 
so he just says, oh, it's something scientific or you're just talking to yourself. Was there ever anything else that happened? Um, so like I would see, um, I would, I remember one time being home alone, like late alone. My house was the scare, creepy house. It was like a hundred years old ish. Mm. It was an old farmhouse in Lincolnwood. Um, it had like wooden tiles underneath, like three layers of like asphalt tiles, shingles on the roof. And it had like a brick, like, um, pathway okay. buried. Like when they did, um, um, like landscaping, they found this like brick pathway. So it was really old and it had cr a creepy basement. And I remember one time I was home late at night and I saw like a face in this mirror that we had in our hallway, like way oh my God. down. Yeah. And my dog would see it too. Like my, whenever I was looking at something and my dog was like looking at the same direction, I'd be like, okay, I get that. Um, I had a radio go on by itself without like, hadn't touched it hadn't like done anything to it um also these music boxes in our like corridor going upstairs hadn't touched them in months one time in the middle of the night one of them just started playing for no reason oh, that's scary mm -hmm. i would no bright out of there <laughs> yeah yeah but it was like you didn't feel bad like there was no bad energy I don't feel weird or anything like that. So that so. kind of got you interested in the paranormal. Um, when you left the house, have you had any like other experiences or did that mainly stay in that haunted house? Um, I've been like places where I felt weird and my youngest daughter in one of our apartments, she would like stare at the doorway. So I, f I felt like there was probably like something there because, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, like ba I feel like babies. They're, They're like, yeah, yeah. Well, baby demons, apparently, which is probably one of the most funny statements that I've ever. <laughs> Lord Cronus, he's, that'll be for our next T-shirt. Yeah, he's just yeah. he's trolling. It's it's <laughs> only only the colicky ones see the demons. <laughs> the rest of them, just angel angel babies. It's only the colicky <laughs> ones. But I mean, I think like, I think that I've been places where I've felt different like i i feel like i experienced like weird synchronicities or just weird feelings or vibes and so i don't know if it's like the paranormal or if it's just a gut feeling or whatever but yeah but nothing nothing like that uh i can definitely respect intense. that yeah. yeah i mean yeah some people who who say that they have experiences they're very quick to be like this is what it is or that's that's that and i have seen this and I like that you kind of are honest in that you're like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, because there's a genuineness to that. Um, wonderful. So, w with your interest in the paranormal, what would you say that you really like? Do you like to consume a lot of like paranormal media? Do you like UFOs more? Do you like ghosts more? Do you like cryptids? I was a big X Files watcher mm. and I was like really big into conspiracy theories and like UFOs and aliens and all that stuff. But I really like loved my dad. So I just like wanted to do and be about anything that he was about. Okay. Oh. I have two questions and this yeah. is the same question, but what's your favorite theory and what's your dad's favorite conspiracy theory? Ooh. So hmm. if you know your dad's, that is, you may not know your dad's or maybe if you remember him being passionate about one. I mean, I don't remember him being passionate about one. I just remember him being like really passionate about like UFOs and that like, you know, all this like classified material. Mm -hmm. 
Um, for me, I having lived out in Vegas, it's just like whatever's going on in the Air Force base. Like I know that there's like shit going on out there. All the time. Because you can feel it when you like drive out to the middle of the desert. You're like, there's some shit come, going on out here. So I want to know. I know that there's something going on. I don't think there's like aliens under Denver airport though, or whatever that is. I don't, I don't think that's real. Though. Yeah. I feel like the Denver airport, it's, it's not aliens. I think it's just man-made weird stuff that's going on there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe that. Yeah. I mean, I, it's Denver. So maybe, you know, get high and make weird <laughs> shit under an airport. <laughs> now, did you see anything when you were out? like around Las Vegas, like around in the desert, right? Um, I didn't see anything, but it's a very eerie feeling because you drive out and it's like nothing. It's just yeah. nothing. It's like still, it's like kind of like being out in a forest, but the opposite. Yeah. It, I noticed that about like the desert was, is strange in that particular region or like around that region is However, it's different than like an actual like like Sahara Desert. Like yeah. it has a completely different vibe to it. Like yeah. out out in like the national parks, like in in like southern Utah area, it felt very weird and eerie. But like the Sahara just felt like, oh, this is a really cool place. Yeah. So is it it's like an eerie sort of vibe? Yeah. I drove through Utah and I couldn't get out of there fast enough. I just, I don't want to be there. Never wanted to be there. We went to a town because we needed gas that, um, not Joseph Smith, but like one of his like mm. disciples or whatever you want to call him had founded. And the horses were like emaciated. The gas was like one of those like rolly number things. And it was just weird. It was like something out of a horror movie. And you're just like, I don't ever want to come back to the state ever again i'm sorry utah i don't mean to offend you i'm it's, sure you're very okay. nice people but i don't i don't like it. i feel that way about indiana so that's totally good yeah. <laughs> it's true it's true i think i think it might be fair to say courtney that you might be sensitive to some things uh yeah i i get that way about people i'm very like weird about people mm. like reading people like calling bullshit. I'm not quite like poker face, like Natasha, what is it? Leon, like that, <laughs> that vibe. But like, yeah. I think um, we're going to get along because I'm very full of shit all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, I almost make her a spitter drink because she does. This <laughs> it's cool though. Everybody calls me out on it. Everybody knows that. Um, no, I'll let you guys ask some questions. I feel like I've been bogarting the interview here a little bit. Carol, was there well, I was going to say, so what would be your thing? So Jenny is cryptids. I tell it coordinator and paranormal stuff. What would be your thing? Um, I mean, I don't know if you like are interested or care about like, I, I mean, so I have a background in ma my master's is in criminal justice. So I do know a decent amount about true crime. Um, my focus is always about like preserving the rights of the victims and their story and telling it not just in a I love serial killers type of way, um, you know, like like a more like a morbidology where it's actually like t telling the facts or telling like 
the stories of like the Atlanta child murders, these stories were like they, the untold stories. Um, but also just like talking about um, conspiracy theories and sometimes how that kind of intersects, because I think that there's a lot of things that aren't actually conspiracy theories, just stories that don't get told because of yeah. maybe just like whitewashing 100%. and stuff like that, you know? So yeah, I, I think that, um, I think that there's some conspiracy theories that intersect with true crime and that don't just have to be like Ted Bundy and uh, Ed Gein type of thing. So I like yeah, there's there's crime. a lot of stuff like that. Like uh, we've brought up on the show before, uh, since you're, you know, uh, somebody in Chicago, you might appreciate this. There's there's really a serial killer right now. I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was going to be my question, too. Like at least one. Right. There's at least one person killing a lot of people. And they're yeah. ending up in the river and they're ending up in the lake and the harbors and stuff. And right now, just like what you're saying is completely true, which is there's probably to some particular extent a conspiracy around it because we don't hear anything about it. No one knows shit. And we could all be yeah. a lot safer if we just actually knew what was going on. And the little information that we know is not being shared with us. Yeah. And that always happens. I mean, I think it happens more in like a larger city because you can just like blame it on anything drinking too much or yeah uh, you know just the demographic or whatever so yeah I, I think that um it doesn't get told until like months or years down the line i agree so yeah what do you think do, is there a serial killer then like is there do you think i mean i i think so i think that i definitely think so i think there's probably way more active than we know about but i think that just like anything, any like hunter, you're able to like change and adapt with the times. And so it's not like how we think. I think because of the how like true crime is in the media, we're so like, we're just thinking like Ted Bundy. Yeah. We're thinking like Jeffrey Dahmer. And it's like, no, the times have changed. So how you have to find your victim how you would find your victim has changed, you yeah, know, there's definitely a pattern with, with the ones that are dying now. And it's, it, it makes it, it's almost seemingly like they're coming out of parties, people. Yeah. And, uh, some yeah. of the people that are victims are also, you know, part of the LGBTQ community and they're dying too. Yes. Think about like, it, it kind of parallels with like, I think of Gacy right away. Right. Because there was a pattern where young men were dying and disappearing. So it's like, where were they? Where was the media? Very few people, except for like his last victim got any media attention whatsoever. Yeah. And he, yeah. Gacy and Dahmer. I yeah. mean, you know, it was a marginalized community, but um, yeah, because there's like two demographics that are kind of being affected right now. Right. It's like it's like the younger, like straight males who are just kind of all over the place. And then you have people in the LGBTQ plus community that are being affected. Um, I had a question, though, like along with the conspiracy theories and and the true crime things. So um I <laughs> I did go through a period not too terribly long ago. I watched a whole bunch of the um, the newer serial killer sort of documentaries and like the confession tapes and all of these things. And I was talking to a friend of mine and they were talking about almost like the the Charlie Manson sort of conspiracy that it was drug um trials on individual like done by the military and that's why we saw such a propensity of serial killers like during the 80s like is there any do you have any sort of oh. thoughts on that one that would actually be really interesting to think I, you know honestly 
I have not heard that theory before, but it's, a, it's, a, it's a very specific rabbit hole to get down. But it did happen. There was a program called MK Ultra, where the yeah. where the mm -hmm. where the CIA was uh, giving people LSD and people getting people like perpetually drunk with alcohol, like seeing what happens. They're like, oh, let's just give heroin to this person after they've been hypnotized and doing all sorts of crazy shit, with the goal being like mind control. Yeah. And so a yeah. lot of that stuff, uh, Jenny's absolutely right. A lot of that stuff later on translated into people living these really messed up lives because they would start these things when people were children. Well, it's kind of funny because I was just talking with my husband. We were at the airport and there was this older gentleman who was calling the MSU students snowflakes for not wanting to go back to school. And it's like, because we process PTSD normally and instead of, you know, that older generations who went off to war and maybe had some traumatic experiences yeah. or maybe who were who were experimented on the on themselves and like had like taken that trauma out or possibly like side effects were violence and i mean not everyone you know would do that but yeah i mean it's like something to think about because it's possible that that wasn't the end result but i mean when you do those sorts of trials like stuff happens yeah, you know <laughs> absolutely you know it's really weird the way we approach war in this country and i don't want to get super political or anything but there are a lot of people that have this ideology and it's all backwards where it's like oh well these kids these millennials need to toughen up we need another war or something but like yeah but like where were they about vietnam you know those people came back with all sorts of trauma even in world as far back as like world war one people come back with shell shock where they couldn't even like act normally anymore you know what i mean Right. Uh, and well, and not only that, you could get into the whole like you could get into the whole like opioid epidemic and like that actually yeah. starting back during the Civil War. Oh yeah. Just they would just hand out laudlum and yeah, laudlum and and you know morphine, and that's when injectable like heroin started and all of that kind of stuff. They created addicts and then just kind of sent them home. Yeah. But, well, I mean, for me yeah. too. I, like, I think alcohol is like, I mean, it's a great controller. Like, it, it controls the population, in my opinion. Like, I mean, I don't think there should be a prohibition, but it does a great job of keeping everybody at least slightly sedated. Those, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> I mean, people it's one, use it it's, as, a ver it's a very legal, like, uh, yeah. drug that a lot of people use. It, and Listen, so. listen, there's never Sorry. been anything wrong with with having a lot of alcohol <laughs> and going to a lot of detoxes. It's no. fine. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I just say it because I, I used to be a big drinker. I don't drink anymore. And when you don't drink, you're just like, well, like when you don't drink, you don't, you don't have to think about anything. You're not, or when you, when you are drinking, you're not thinking, you're not thinking about anything. And I mean, you know, people think yeah, or whatever, you but just numb your, your problems. It, it, yeah, exa exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, why would, why would a government who's like, everything is chaotic? Why would you want to take that away? You know? Absolutely. You know, <laughs> I feel like as far as alcohol is concerned, like number one, it's probably like one of the worst drugs bar none. You know, it's probably in some regard, maybe worse because it's legal. You know, it's probably worse than like cocaine. It can be worse than some heroin, all that stuff. Yeah. I also feel like it depends on the person, but in some instances, it's worse than all of them. Number two, it's really strange that we live in a society where it's pushed as this weird 
thing where people are happy and the commercials and yeah. it's crazy that so many people unfortunately need it as a coping mechanism. You know, it's, it's kind of a, it's a hot topic and I don't know that's pretty yeah. normal, but Sorry. yeah, I don't mean, yeah, I was like, I don't mean to t- like talk about, it. I mean, to me, it's like, I, I don't, th- I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory per se, but I do think it's something that kind of helps like keep, especially during times like COVID it, it can you imagine if people didn't have like I, substances during COVID? Full dis full disclosure on this one while while Frank talks about yeah. uh the perils of alcohol. Um I don't drink either. Okay. It's yeah. all those perils of alcohol. <laughs> but I'm I'm glad you <laughs> I was yeah. about to say, I was like, I don't want to offend anybody because I I've I've mm-hmm. always been envious of people who could have like one because I was like, it's either none or twelve. Yeah. So and like that's it. I think Kara had a really good question. We're like, we're, we're, we all have our interests with like, Oh, it's Kara like, really I don't even know what ghosts. I asked. Kara yeah. really likes ghosts. Jenny really yeah. likes cryptid stuff. Uh, Tressa likes time travel UFO stuff. I tend to like time travel, but then also things that are like dream related things. Oh, that's cool. So like, like if dreams. you were to be part of our crew, what kind of topics do you think that you'd like to talk about the most? I think I'll pro I would probably talk a lot about, um, conspiracy theories because i would get to talk to my dad oh well they'll learn insurance and insurance together we work in the same field so now i'll just have one more thing to talk about and that's That's great conspiracy theory and i can watch the x files again (laughs) just out of curiosity what type of insurance (laughs) um i do commercial insurance i'm an underwriter and he's a claims adjuster so oh cool cool (laughs) yeah uh so i'm sorry to anybody if i my position uh, I feel like underwriters are very like offense, like they offend people. Like, not, like I used to work a, for uh, a company called oh. uh, with. We probably have some in, like some people that we mutually we know. Some, yeah. probably have some, I used like, to be uh, the team lead for the supplement team. So anytime somebody would write a uh, you know an estimate and they need more money, I'd be the guy that like okay approved denied. So I was very much the enemy. Oh, so I can relate. Cool. Yeah, we used your claim system and like you probably know like one of my coworkers and I know, yeah, shit, that's we'll, we'll, that's we'll talk off air and we'll, yeah. we'll name drop with each other each other It'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, but being an underwriter is like a very it's just cuz I say no a lot, but like my job is to investigate and like I look into things, I read people, I read like I look for the truth. Like my job is very some people would think it's boring, but I like it. I don't know. I think it's it's cool. Like I, I get yeah. to like, you know, investigate all day long. That's but a very it's important just, skill to have. We definitely, yeah. when we do our own topics, there is an amount of investigating that we kind of expect everybody to do when they choose a topic. You know, we also have some help there. We have a staff member yeah. that is able to assist with research. But in general, you choose your own topic uh, for your week, and then you you spend some time kind of researching it. And then when it's your week, you kind of bring that uh, research, you know, front and center, and then you're just kind of educating our, our audience on it. Would you say that's uh, a fair description, guys? Yes. Yeah, I think we all kind of mostly do our own research on these things uh, a fair amount. Well, yeah. that that's good because, like, I mean, I, I did get two degrees, so I should be able to research, like, some shit. <laughs> I should okay. be able to look some shit up. And hopefully, hopefully the topic that you choose is of interest to you. So you might come in already knowing something or not. Yeah. Not like, not like it's like statistics where I'm like, fuck. Like the the topics are, you know, you decide them yourself. So it's already something that you'll maybe already know about a little bit. 
So like yeah. you don't really get topics assigned to you. So like, uh, for example, Jenny likes to talk about cryptids. So she's done things like Baba Yaga. She's done Krampus. Oh, cool. Skinwalkers, uh, you know, then with, they're with Kara because Kara's our talent coordinator. A lot I like of, people. She like, you know, she'll bring on a lot of guests, which <laughs> they don't by, have to be alive too. That's no, the thing. she just they like, don't. We had an episode of the Ouija board. We talked to somebody who's been long oh. dead. It was great. <laughs> Did you use like a real one? No, like a one? no but that's a, oh. that's a great idea for a future topic. <laughs> that, that's how we all become cursed and this becomes a horror movie. Yeah. We, we had I, was about, I was like, do you want to go out to the cemetery? Should we go to like the whatever one of the haunted roads out here and just like hang out? Like, There's been to all of them. I've probably been out to the, in, where the, the dead people are. Carrie, isn't it Carrie, Illinois? There's like one, I can't remember. There's there's one in Wayne, Illinois. There's Munger Road. Yeah. They had a there's movie one? about that one. Yeah, they did. St. That'll Charles. be the next holiday party. We'll just meet at the crossroads. I um, wanted to go there for our first thing. And I, right when these two were hired, I was like, let's go to Munger Road in St. Charles. And then Kara's like, absolutely not. It has to be arranged and organized. So you just don't show up to a well, site. Well, you can't just show up to places. So Frank was like, hey, hey, guys. What places do you want to go to? And we'll just like have an investigation. And here I, silly me, thought these were all options. But what gave it away is when he suggested the prison. And it's not something I like knew about. And I was like, what is he talking about? And no, like these places that are under lock and key, like you're going to get arrested to just go in. I would still go in. I didn't even know how to break in. Arrest me. We should all go. A bunch of grown ass people with day jobs. Yeah, no, like that's it's fun when you're a teenager, yeah. but I'm not breaking into places. no equipment, no equipment, just me and in, in the, in the flash on my phone for a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, no recording, nothing. That's what I'm doing. I took my kids to the cemetery because they both my children wanted to go to the cemetery. They're, they're just like me. And but I like felt weird. I was like, can we walk around here? And my husband's like, yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. OK, it's like it feels like illegal. It's like, yeah, you just can't like do anything weird. I'm like, kids don't touch anything. Like, I think, I mean, it, that, unlo- <laughs> the thing about was the it cemetery, during the day at least? Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Okay. Was, after, after the sun goes down, I was like, it, kids, wake up. It's midnight. Let's go to the cemetery. Yeah. The sun goes down, they lock I'm the gates. That's sure when you don't want to go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the basic rules are don't dig and don't deface. Yeah, I found out why yeah. they lock the cemetery too recently. Why? Because people are dying to get in. <laughs> <laughs> But um, no, <laughs> no, sorry, guys. death joke. No, that joke. <laughs> I just found out like, is it someone told me that they like bury the bodies like underneath the bodies or something like that? Like you're back them. In yeah, some countries, so, they're so, doing that now where the space is limited. So they're burying bodies either like that, like stacked or sometimes vertically. Like Japan is really doing that now where it's like, oh, they're really encouraging like cremation now in some parts of the world. Oh, because yeah, that's, yeah, we have to space constraints. Um, why I did have- I use the hell out of myself by thinking that they're and some of them are just stacked like Lincoln logs. <laughs> just really to. organized. Them. There's a cabin built underground <laughs> <Everybody>. of people. <laughs> I, I actually have a book that says what what to do when I die. Like I, I started filling it out and my seven year old is in charge of that. She said oh. she's in charge. She's very like comfortable. It'll probably be appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you have long enough that that's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, and it'll be fine. did you know, and I just want to throw this out there for you, just, yeah. just to mull over some ideas since you're okay. in 
planning thing yes. right now. But first of all, in Maine, you know, they're still trying. It's almost on the books, but you might be able to Valhalla yourself. <gasps> oh, I know that I'm signing up my, my mom for that one. Secondarily, you can get cremated and then put into um, a, a fake reef that they are building reef systems on. Oh, yes. In Florida. You can just get yourself like into a little canister and insert it into oh. the side of this reef. And Florida? Mm-hmm. Does it happen to be Florida? Can it be like- I mean, it might. It might be at some point all over the place. But- sorry, I'm like shitting on so many states. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Florida. Florida deserves it. Let me tell you. Oh, we have a co-host, Nick, that moved to Florida. Florida fucking deserves it at this point. <laughs> no, but Florida that I highly enjoy. And but they weren't asking for that. No, but it's uh, that's actually really cool. I'd go to Florida in the afterlife for that. Yeah, I'd See, be with the fish. Florida part of a reef. wilderness is fine. The, the the animals in Florida are great. Yeah, they didn't and ask to be there. Yeah, in Utah is great. Just the places with people. It is. It's it's really the people that ruin everything. <laughs> it's the alive people that are ruining. I, mean, I agree. Usually, it's the, it is the live people that are ruining. It is everything. the live people that often ruin things. Hundred yeah. percent. It's those live fine. people. Like we're cool with the ones that have passed on and we're cool with the like, you know, everything else, but it's just the the people who are walking around. They do wreck everything. everything up. Mm-hmm. You're ruining it for the rest of us. But I am I am respectfully submitting these two options for, I, consideration for your future. So put in the book for I'm your putting child them, to I'm putting them in the, she she'll she'll be all over it. I'm putting them in the book. I do want a <laughs> Viking funeral, though. I've, so by I'm Viking funeral, do you mean... Not, it's legal. We're doing it. Yeah. Do you mean like where they put you in the boat and they shoot the fire arrows? Yeah. yeah. I know factually that... So we used to have a mortician. Like the pers- first person that started this podcast was a, was going to mortuary school. And that you can only do that in certain states that will allow it. Illinois in is not Maine one of them. Is right. the yeah, Maine. Okay. Maine. Maine. Yeah. I very That's specifically was told. That's how this all started. Okay. So, I missed so, that part. My my grieving family will have to white lotus my my body out to Maine and then Viking funeral me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm 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 all for it. I'm gonna do it. That sounds very classy. When yeah. I die, just throw me in the trash. That's what I want. <laughs> then we have to have all investigation though. So no, no. Just, just, yeah. just just throw me into an exhibit at the zoo. Let the wolves eat me. I don't care. Now don't. Don't you besmirch the wolves. They are not. <laughs> I'm not funny. saying I'd be they good for their diet. That. I'm not saying it'd be good for their diet, but you know, <laughs> why <laughs> grind me into mulch. <laughs> so you, you said you were into cryptids is La Lorana. Wait, is it La Lorana? The crying woman? Llorona. Is that- yeah, she's Llorona. a, she's a spirit. She's an entity. Yeah. Okay. So that's one ghost that my dad said that he saw. And basically it's someone, it's a ghost whose children had died. So like, the idea is that if the children misbehave, she'll come and get them. So that's okay. sort of the, the legend here. But it's very akin to like the boogeyman. Like, you know, if you misbehave, the boogeyman's going to come out of the swamp and, and take the kids. It's kind of like that. Okay. So did your dad say that he saw Lalorona to like talk to you, like stop misbehaving? I can tell you the story, you? but so my dad is not someone who believes in ghosts or UFOs or ever talks about them. He hates scary movies. And the story goes that one of my dad's brothers in Mexico uh, owns like an auto shop. And this particular auto shop 
you know how they have to have the car on the lift so it's like a double tall building right and so there's like a, a little sort of catwalk around that second floor and in the middle of the floor there's like the lift with the car so like i don't know i think the story goes that like my dad one late night was sweeping up after they had closed and it must have been 10 11 o'clock after the mechanics go home and he saw like her walking on the catwalk crying and he got freaked out, like threw the broom and ran away. Uh, that's it. And that's the whole story. And I've told it before on the show, but like, that's, that's really the whole story. And like, he's mentioned it. Oh. I've been in that mechanic shop as a kid visiting Mexico. I still remember watching RoboCop, just feeling very uncomfortable. And RoboCop was in Spanish. And at the time I didn't speak it. So like, that's part of it. But like, I just remember <laughs> not wanting to be there at all, <laughs> you know, but yeah, that that's, that's my dad's story at least. So, Courtney, why did you ask? Um, because we were just in California and there's a company called like Bad Fish and they made or they had some shirts there and that there was uh, a shirt with her on it. And so I got it for my daughter and I was like, oh, that that was like I just like thought of that. But yeah, th- but they had a bunch of them. They had like. Oh, shit. If I think of them, I'll send them to you because yeah. it was a bunch of like, um, like, uh, ghosts and like, you know, scary, like monsters and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I oh, enjoyed like- the, the idea that you gave your small child, the <laughs> ghost who kidnaps children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're a weird family. We're, I like we're- that- so much that would make me smile so wide if I saw you out and about at a store. <laughs> we're we're quite the weird family. Yeah, we uh, we took her to Rammstein. My husband oh, and, and a death. Love Rammstein. Wait, I'm sorry. Were you saying that your husband's in a death metal band? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. He, he's he's like uh, works in law during the day, but yeah. He's in a death metal band. Do you want to name drop? during the day, but crushes it at night. Do you want to yeah, name drop? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Do you want to name drop the band? Um, they're called Air Raid, like mm. Air Raid Siren. They they haven't done much lately because of COVID, but yeah. We'll check that out. If I would have known, I would have had that uh, had that as the intro music. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of like really good metal with offensive lyrics that don't don't take seriously at all like please don't no no <laughs> i i, I can dig it one of my yeah. favorite yes. he's a very he's I'm a very good seriously yes. okay one of my favorite uh, as i take all of my death metal lyrics so seriously <laughs> one of my favorite bands is uh hansel und gretel and they're the same way they don't even speak german but they use yeah. like german words in their music yeah but i love Ramstein. we even opened up one of our shows with deutschland which is my favorite oh. song by them most people like do Haas to the most, but that's everybody. everybody that's like the, the gateway drug to their band. <laughs> it is. It is. Sorry, guys. My, Go ahead. My daughter likes uh, Zona, like the, ah. I, the music video with like Snow White. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. That's yeah. a classic. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. I, I've never been to one of their shows, but I heard in concert they're very awesome. I've seen them four times. Oh, got I'm jealous. Gotta go. I'm jealous. Oh. I think we had our outing when they when they were in concert the one year. So I feel pretty salty about that. Anyway, apparently, Tressa, I mean, <laughs> sorry, Tressa, if you're listening and if you have any questions, let us know. We'll ask Tressa took the night off, but she's trying to listen in. Uh, also, no, 
She's uh, not here. She's not asking questions. Absolutely <laughs> not. She was commenting. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a listener, Doug, who's saying uh, he really likes We All Live in America. That's a good one, too, Doug. I like that's that one, good. too. That's one of their songs in English, which is great. Yes. But, but like sort of English. <laughs> sort of English. I mean, <laughs> the they, best, best English they could. <laughs> I, I give them credit because they try. <laughs> Trying is the first step. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm no, it's, it's good. But it's just like <laughs> I love that song so much because mm-hmm. it's, you know, making fun of america and why not you should so yeah yeah oh, doug, doug said basically bashing america yeah yeah exactly it's good yeah. we're an easy target yeah um do you have any questions for us thus far um it's okay you can come back to it if you do <laughs> or you can text us later we're, we're kind of an open book um, we do like to ask everybody, uh, why do you want to work with us? Oh. You know, there's a lot of outlets for paranormal hobbies. Well, um, because I don't know, it's usually just like one person or one or two people. And I like that. It's like a group. Yeah. So there's just like so many different opinions and also you're local. So that's pretty cool. I like that. So you kind of maybe have some like reference to i know not everyone's local but you kind of know what i'm talking about what i'm like talking about yeah here. We're, we're mostly yeah. local we got yeah. uh i don't want a city drop but i'm in villa park and i work okay. and i work in river north so like from here oh, to there. you're in a city oh. drop yeah yeah i don't want a city drop but here's about it's my city <laughs> so okay the- <laughs> important question yeah, though i was just Hold gonna it. ask it i was just gonna ask how it. far are you from o'hare i knew it i knew it me, me. yeah give us give us minutes though we don't want to know distance how many minutes uh, of the drive? I if I if I'm driving, I could get you there in like twelve minutes. If it's like six in the morning, if it's like okay. twelve in the afternoon, probably like twenty minutes t- tops. So, a real twenty minutes because I usually say oh, I'm twenty minutes from everywhere. Oh, but I do too. I'm not. <laughs> no, legit not. twenty minutes. Like this is like a yeah. Come on, let's go. We're gonna miss your flight. We've got twenty minutes. Oh, wow. Get you there. Um, I have a question. So I know, I know that you're like, um, you know, the paranormal, um, like as far as the ghosts and spirits entities, you know, more open to, and it sounds like you're pretty open to like aliens and UFOs and that sort of thing. Um, how do you feel about the cryptids? I'm like, I'm honestly, I think that's really interesting. Really cool. I actually think honestly, most things I think are really interesting and cool. It's <laughs> a good answer. I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't, that's not like a fake answer. Like, I'm really open minded and I really like to learn about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like when people like push opinions. Like, I don't believe in like pushing, um, like, like if you believe something or you think something that's, your opinion and you are allowed to hold that that is yours to hold so say it but don't push that on anybody i love that because i i listen to that like demon i i've i i respect him and i understand him but you're talking about mr gorga uh the demonologist that came on yes there were some very interesting Uh afterthoughts about him and i don't know that we'll have him on again yeah. And so, like, I think that it's very interesting. I think that, um, like, 
how people like demonology and all that stuff, like, you know, religion and, and, and people's theories, it's very interesting. And, you know, like that, there's an exorcist movie coming out with Russell Crowe, who's basically doing the, the same Pope. voice he did in Thor uh, yeah. as Hercules, which is really funny. But um, like <laughs> yeah, baby, ridiculous. baby cakes. Yeah. So like, um, but I think that it's just really important to like say that like, this is my theory. This is like what I've generated or this is like the, f- the facts that I know or whatever, whatever. And then just like put it out in the air. So that's just like my thought. But I like to learn. I like to just soak it all in, you know, and then. Kinda... We do have a question from Doug. Yeah. Uh, Doug okay. is asking, what's your stance on the afterlife in general? Oh, okay. It's kind of a loaded question. So whatever, mm. wherever you want to take it. So I believe that once we die, like that our energy like continues on. And I do believe that like, I don't like, no, I don't think like our thoughts, like, you know, I don't, I don't think like there's like a pearly gates per se, but I do believe that a part of us continues on somewhere else. And so like, I don't necessarily think of like ghosts and haunting as like the actual figure of a person, but like the, almost like the facsimile or whatever you want to call it of that person because like their energy is just like moved on so it's like you know kind of like a copy of them but i don't believe that like if you're good or bad you go like Uh, to a certain place um i do kind of believe that i do believe in like unfinished business i think that's why people don't not everybody sticks around they might not have closure yeah you need that closure but I don't always believe that it's their unfinished business. Sometimes I believe it's our unfinished business. Mm. So, yeah. That's an interesting take. Well, yeah. Like that we've hooked something and yeah. Yeah. Like a loved one or something and they can't leave because we're yeah. holding them here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there there are some ghosts out there that are, uh, you know, they're said to be like romantic ghosts that, the, you know, they're looking for their partner or whatever. That's not an unheard of thing. So. There could, yeah. be, there could be some credence to that. There's definitely some things that have happened to support that theory. Yeah. It's, I think it's beautiful. I think it's great. I, I think, yeah. appreciate your honesty there. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Jenny, <laughs> Kara, you guys got any questions? Mm, I do not. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really think so. Um, any, any thoughts about like our, because clearly you've listened to at least one of the podcast yeah. episodes. Yes. Um any any thoughts on any of the others? Who's your which favorite one? host? Yeah, which one did you like? <laughs> no, nobody wants to know the favorite. That's so awkward. No, that's uh. Just say it's me. Okay, you'll be hired. on the application, what, but not I, also. Did you like? I like the guy. Um, oh my god, the guy with the glasses, right, and the baseball hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's his name? His name is Nick. The, the yours, your your guy, Nick? the one that we talked about, Chris Fleming. Yes. Oh, yes. You like Chris yeah. Fleming. I was really hoping for Nick Zaremba. Damn it. No. He just, he just, <laughs> I don't know. He, was he awesome. had like a good vibe. The way he talked, oh, good vibe. Good vibes. He does. Uh, he does. Though. He's very, he's very friendly and pleasant. Yeah. He's, he's a charmer, that guy. I have to tell you but what. He is. He, he was just very articulate and just like what he knew about, like, 
uh, just in what he was presenting. Like it wasn't just like someone like had kind of a hobby. It was like he really this was his thing and this is what he was talking about. And it was uh, very engaging. Yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's an amazing person. Yeah. We'll definitely yeah, Kara, if I would appreciate it if you paid him uh, a compliment and let him know that we're talking yeah. about him. And also, Carol, while you're at it, tell Dave Schrader that he's the most charming guest that we've ever had. I will. <laughs> NYE guilt. NYE guilt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Courtney Wait, Hansen. is that the is that no, the no. one? So NYE guilt. I'll explain it really quick. No. Oh, oh no, wait. Not. Okay, I won't explain it. Courtney, we'll we'll, we'll chat off air. I'll tell you about it. He was wonderful enough to come to our New Year's Eve show, which got a little awkward, and he was wonderful. And so Frank and I noticed that we were both really, you know, clearly feeling guilty about it. And like, (laughs) and I've just adored the man, like because he has been on the radio and on podcasts for ever. Like my favorite paranormal shows. For eons. He never he's been stops on. working. I, I, I fangirled so so hard. It was yeah, yeah. I, I sat there <laughs> pretty much. It exactly was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dave Schrader definitely. I feel like he's cut from the same cloth as our crew because, like, even we all have our day jobs, but then we're still doing paranormal stuff after the fact. Yeah. And you know, we have a Discord community. If you know what Discord is, our Discord. Yes. All day long, we're talking about UFOs and shit. Like, all day oh. long, we're talking about the egg conspiracy and how Kara likes to hoard them and Bigfoot. <laughs> it never yeah, ends. You know, like, so part of the cool perk about, uh, you know, if you get offered the position, and even if you don't, if you join our Discord community, if you just want to just be like, hey, the Mothman was at the airport. Let's talk <laughs> about it. You know, like, we'll, we'll talk about it very oh, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Because it is serious. Yeah, it yeah. is very serious. Just in case Tress is listening, still, I have to say <laughs> It's very serious business. Definitely very serious Mothman business. <laughs> Mothman business. <laughs> um, hey, if I ever met the person who does morbidology, I can't remember her name. I probably would fangirl too because she's like super serious and like she's from Ireland, so she has like the best accent. And all she does is just like she she gets like the courtroom audio and like the audio oh. from like the Ooh. um like the uh what do you call it when like the detectives are interviewing sorry it's a, been a long day and words are hard <laughs> okay. um but she she goes mm-hmm. like through the freedom of information act like she uses the money she gets from advertisements to get all that stuff and oh. she just like does all that stuff and i'm like holy shit that's like really cool and i really like you that's and, really yeah. awesome <laughs> so um Unless you have any big, big questions for us, we like to do a fun closing activity where okay. we talk about um, our, our final thoughts. But I do want to allow for any any questions that you may have may have remembered or thought of. Nope, I'm good. Okay, awesome. Anybody want to start us off? I do the I do the last one, so I won't start us, but I'll end us. I'll start. I like that even when Tressa is not on our episode, we still make reference to the Mothman and have some reverence, sort of, for Space Dracula. She's our resident expert specifically on the Mothman. Spe- mm-hmm. If there's anything you want to know about the Mothman, you can you can She's ask here her. For it. I remember asking her very specifically, just out of the blue, do you think the Mothman is here to actually hurt us or help us? 
if, you know, and she's like, oh, he's definitely just checking us out. Because a couple weeks ago, we were talking about how the Mothman visited a school in Pilsen. And like the kids kind of locked eyes with them, but didn't run because they were afraid to get snatched, body snatched. So I was like, Tressa, is he just checking stuff out? And yep, sure enough. Uh, also, Tressa says that's right, bitches, in our chat. So. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Exactly. <laughs> we I lured really her like in it. with Mothman talk. Yeah, exactly. I like how you talked about Mothman visiting a school like he was just checking it out just in case he wanted to send all the little Mothmen there to school. Like he was just... In Hilton. Seems like a <laughs> I like the educational system in this neighborhood. Good playground. Good school district. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, do you have a closing thought? I do. Thank you so much for, for coming on, Courtney. It was delightful to talk to you. Um, really interesting about the some of the true crime stuff and, and the conspiracies. So I'm going to do further research on that. So that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, Courtney, we'll allow you a final thought, which is anything that you want to say doesn't have to be anything regarding your interview. What do you want our listeners to take back? And it could be anything. Um. Well, first of all, Thank you for making me laugh about the Mothmen. <laughs> plural. It's got to be plural. The Mothmen. Yes. They're a couple. <laughs> they co-dad. But, uh, exactly. Checking out the school in Pilsen. You know, it's a good neighborhood. It's come up. So, you know, gent they're gentrifying. So I just, I just want to say, like, thank you for having me. You all are really funny and it's really nice to talk about this stuff and uh yeah you you made this like a really not nerve-wracking experience because i was really nervous oh, so we're really chill and yeah honestly these uh kara and uh, jenny can tell you that might start off a little little uncomfortable once you get to know us as a group we're pretty really fun people to to have even just as friends i feel like we're more <laughs> friends now than co-workers would you guys agree <laughs> I mean, I don't get paid, so... Yeah. So, so the work part is... Uh, I guess we're going to have to go with friends on <laughs> I don't know whether to be offended or not right now. <laughs> I guess we're friends. <laughs> we're finding all, all kind of... Finding out all kinds of truths tonight. Thank you, Courtney. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, to our audience, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for telling a friend. Uh, once we finish up the interviews, uh, you can. We're gonna have a poll up. Feel free to vote for Courtney if you really like her. We're gonna have you. Uh, we'll have the ability for you to vote for two people. So it'll be Courtney and then whichever other one of our applicants that you like the most. And uh, you know, hopefully we can work together. Courtney, we hope you have a good night. Everybody else, right. say hi to your moms. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, as always, have a safe week especially with St. Patrick's Day coming up, uh, and be safe. We love you. Bye. 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 Okay, we're officially off here.